Welcome guys. I have uh, Christy and Nathan here, previous clients of mine who uh, bought something out in Lafayette a few years ago. Uh, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks yeah. for having us. Yeah, happy to be here. So I'd like to start things off with just getting kind of a, a, an understanding and a perspective of like where you guys have been and, and what what you went through and, and where we are now. So um, kind of starting off, and I know it's a different story for you guys because you're not from the U.S., but yes. where did you grow up? Um, I, I grew up in Zimbabwe um, in a smallish town called Bulawayo. And uh, we have moved all over. Mm-hmm. Um, we met in the UK. I, I'm born um, in England, and we met when Christy came to to London. Yeah, yeah. and then through by way of London, Miami. Yeah, when, when we first came to the US, we we came to Miami. I had a job opportunity there. That was 2010, mm-hmm. and um, then we've moved around a little bit since then. We San Francisco. Yeah, and now. Um, Colorado. No, Colorado. Yeah. Awesome. We also did a small stint in New York. Just kind of going back and forth, um, working during the week in New York and then living in Miami and on the weekends. So, jet setters. Yeah, we, <laughs> we, we've been around. <laughs> so, what I find is really, really cool about people and where they come from, and, and usually just in the US, because you know every region is so different and, and the history, and you know the East Coast is so different than the West Coast and everything in between, farmland. You know, what, what kind of home did you grow up in? What was the neighborhood like? Should I go next? Mm, go for it. Um, oh, the neighborhood too. Yes, I must think about that. Um, the house that um, we, we had a few houses, but the house that we lived in through most of my childhood was um, a four or five bedroom, um, all one level, um, thatched house. So thatched meaning grass roof. And it had... Um, really beautiful one acre landscape gardens kind of british style gardens um and um septic um tank but everything you know running electricity and water um beautiful home it kind of ruined really ruined me i think for 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 like what expectations are for the for you know like trying to get that house now i think would cost an absolute fortune it even had a swimming pool as well oh wow cool and we had um, nice neighbors and um, very safe neighborhood. Um, yeah, I think for the most part, Americans don't understand Africa and like the, <laughs> the total diversity that's that's there. I mean, yeah. it, it sounds like the further south and into South Africa you go, the more modern, um, and then north until you get to like you know Morocco and that kind of stuff. Yeah, but, yeah. I think that's kind of a fair generalization. Yeah. yeah. Um, my son is going to Kenya soon, um, but we'll nice. talk about that often. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can fill me in. Yeah, we need to, I just know expect. there's a lot of shots that he yes, needs. Yes, I was just <laughs> thinking shots. You're going to need your shots. Yeah. And what about mm-hmm. you, Nathan? Um, I grew up in England, very like traditional English houses. I think I started out um, in like a semi-detached, or what here is probably like called a duplex or a paired home or something like that, uh, and then moved into a, like a very traditional single-family home in North London. Um, which we ended up extending, adding a couple of rooms to. My parents did, obviously I wasn't involved. But um, And then, yeah, I went to university up in the north of England, came back and um, lived in some sort of a, like cottage out in the country somewhere. But all super traditional um, English houses, brick construction, tile roofs, heavy 
Although thatch roofs there are fairly common too, yeah. Yeah, in yeah. the countryside, yeah. I and never they still they do that. Cotswolds, yeah. yeah. Wow. I think they're they're um, there's a word for it, like they're protected as heritage yeah. Uh, properties yeah. as well. Got you know, it. you know what is interesting the the house you were living in when we met mm-hmm. was it Hobbit Hill? That was just the craziest little house. Um, it was all in cobbled streets and like up on a hill and it was like really quirky little like I don't know tiny bathrooms and yeah so all this I can visualize because in uh, the first time I was in London I think I was 14 on a biking cycling trip with a bunch of teenagers uh-huh. and so we stayed in youth hostels all over uh-huh. so we started in London we did a big circle around and like uh, you know Oxford and Bath and you know all all those I couldn't even probably tell you on a map anymore where yeah, they yeah. were but yeah um drive riding through the countryside you know we were doing like 90 miles a day to get to the next next <laughs> youth hostel um and the places we stayed at in or we stayed in were were interesting yeah, yeah. yeah. small tiny small Dark. and usually like you know step downs into a bathroom yeah and like yes. a door that didn't lock yeah. which was yeah. just you know for us was uncomfortable you yes know, like. and you normally bang your head on something That's right. well not me because okay. i'm very challenged but <laughs> that place was called um turpin's chase do you remember turpin's that? chase that's where they allegedly there was this dead tree as you turn onto my road it was called turpin there was one was called turpin's ride one was called turpin's chase apparently where they caught dick turpin and hanged him back in the day so, oh wow yeah oh, uh, very historic. i was always very scared cool. walking there late at night on my own like it's haunted or yeah Cool. Yeah, so, and the, and the other fast thing that fascinates me is like the time, the, how long people lived in houses. So mm. for me, living in my um, childhood home, uh, well, we were in one home until I was four, and then we lived in another one from when I was four until I was, I think, 16 or 17 because I was driving already. So that mm-hmm. was about 10, 10 years or so was, was my, my record. Um, and even now in my adult life, eight years, we raised our, our kids in this house and, and then we're like, we're done. It was time to move, <laughs> just needed change. Uh, and that was like a pandemic thing too, I think. But, um, so how long uh, were you guys in, what, like, what was your longest? Um, I think my childhood house, Sable Road, the one I grew up in was the longest, um, think so I'd have to go back into the, <laughs> the, the arch, arch, archives but we've kind of moved around s- since we met mm. we've done a lot of yeah, moving yeah. I think five years is the longest we spent which was in Miami yeah our Miami house yeah yeah um, yeah I think the longest for me was similar to you John like from when I was probably about seven or eight until I was about 17 like when I was going through high school and stuff mm. um, but other than that two years four years five years that kind of thing yeah yeah so you guys have been in Boulder now. I think we're going on three years of summer. What month did you close again? I think it might be two years this summer. I two. just thought about it. I think we closed in August 21. August 21. Going on two years. Okay, go on two yeah, years. Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay, doesn't, all right. It was I, in the middle, almost like, sorry, at the tail end of the pandemic. Right. Maybe I'm thinking like the three years is like at the time that we met. Because we, yes. I mean, it took a while to build. Yes, it, it did. did. So, yeah. It did. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so that, you know, part of um, your your time here, I think will be well spent kind of explaining the process that you went through in buying new construction. But mm-hmm. um, before we jump into that, um, you know, how was what you started to look for different than what you ended up with? Do you want to start? Yeah. Um, <laughs> we, I guess, originally came 
um, we, we weren't focused on new construction, although we were totally open to it. And we, we started looking in Boulder itself, but I think just didn't quite find what we were looking for in our, in our perceived budget. And then things we did find, we realized there'd be a lot of work to do to them. So we kind of spread um, the net a little bit wider and started looking you know, outside of Boulder yep. um, itself into some of the surrounding little towns and what have you, and you know, ended up in, in Lafayette, as you said. Yep. Um, with a new construction, it just, I think just timing-wise, it really fitted in with when we planned to move here anyway, pretty closely matched when they expected to have the place finished. And so it, it just kind of seemed to make sense for us. I seem to remember a little bit of a hotel stay. But yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, you know, one thing I remember figuring out during that looking process was um, we when we got too far out into like s- the suburbs, like when it was far away from any kind of hub or community area, it started to make me feel a bit like nervous because I think we have lived in we lived in San Francisco and London and everything. You could walk to places, and that's what attracted us to Boulder. I think is right. because you could you know be in a neighborhood and fairly quickly get yourself to a nice coffee shop depending or on the neighborhood yeah you know that and that's the intent it's actually if yeah. you if you listen to well i mean there's not much to li- i guess there are council meetings and stuff like that but the, mm. i think the 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 city government a while back looked at downtown boulder and saw the congestion that was happening and okay. started to create pockets mm-hmm. of um, that type of thing. Neighborhoods where you could walk to coffee, get a sandwich, go to, out to eat, and that yes. everybody didn't have to come downtown. Yeah. Yeah. So you that see that sense. in, you know, Ideal, which is, you know, a lot older and, and historic and, and people love Ideal Shopping Center. Um, but then north, you know, the uptown, uh, and then the east side, um, Arapahoe, which is now an opportunity zone, and we're going to see that whole area change. And we already are. There's There's stuff going up and um, a lot being built in the Central Avenue, like that corporate uh, park kind of area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, which is... Is that where like dry storage is? And dry storage is on Arapahoe. So that yeah. development was the um, Peloton, mm-hmm. which is yeah, actually yeah. really interesting. They built that building and it was supposed to all be for sale. <clears throat> and it was right around, I think, 2006, seven when things were starting to kind of change mm-hmm. um, and they couldn't sell them. So they turned half of them into rentals. Um, and that's only important because a couple years ago, and I feel like maybe we looked at a couple units in there, all the units that were rented were no longer going to be rented and they were selling them. So yeah. as they came up and then leases were terminated, they would fix them up. I think they were like painting cabinets and putting new countertops and then, you know, floor, redoing the floors and then mm-hmm. uh, they were selling those. So that, that's kind of an interesting thing. Mm-hmm. does have the best rooftop pool in Boulder. I mean, the views up there are <laughs> pretty amazing. That is good to know. <laughs> pretty amazing. Um, so before we get into like the process of, of your process, which is different than most in, in buying new construction, um, just touch on like how you guys found me, which was through the gym. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, we were, we'd, we'd, we'd come to Boulder for a few days to kind of initiate the search, just you know, jump in the car, drive around different neighborhoods, how far is this from this, you know, what's it look like, that kind of thing. And I just wanted to drop into the gym just to, you know, get out of the hotel room for one evening. And Christy, my wife, said, 
make sure you come back with a realtor and then that's when I bumped into you <laughs> at the gym. Which, and you weren't aggressive about it. It was actually a coach who, who made the introduction and then I I'm found the you aggressive the, one. <laughs> it wasn't like, who's the realtor? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Interesting. Um, yeah. The gym, the gym has been good to me. It's such a great community and like finding people and, mm-hmm. um, you know, learning, learning about people's lives and, and all that jazz. Uh, so um, we ended up looking at this development in Lafayette, which was a very small, almost like a spec project for a developer in a way that I think there's only 10, 15 units in there. I think something, something aside like from yeah. a couple of single family homes that yep. they built. Yep. Yeah. Um, so there were a few that were already done. The one that you were buying was literally a hole in the ground. Mm-hmm. You were kind of going off like you know renderings and and a little mm-hmm. faith yep middle um, of winter middle of so winter i think there was snow looking. and mud <laughs> yeah. when we were like then yeah. there's you guys came into town and they like there was basically two by four construction and then like nothing else and yeah. mm-hmm. maybe there were some plywood on the outside yeah and, uh walking through mud um, yes lots yeah. of mud and uh, i think we had uh we hadn't been to old town lafayette before um until we I think walked around that area and then we thought, oh, we, we, I think we needed something to eat or yeah. something. And we we jumped in the car. We had that huge, massive SUV too <laughs> that looked like a hearse um, rental. We were so embarrassed. Um, and then we, we went into um, one of the coffee shops there and, and we're like, oh, yeah. this is really cool. Like there's a community here. Yeah. And we, this, we could walk here and we started to imagine and picture ourselves like in yeah. the summer walking to dinner and walking home we're like oh this could work yeah yeah and, and I think a lot of people you know they come to Boulder and they like the idea of walkability and then they start to look at you know the more walkability the higher the price points mm-hmm. which is just kind of the way mm-hmm. it is and and that can be disturb discouraging and then they kind of look at Louisville which has its own history as this little mining town and, and its own little culture in downtown, um, but also has gotten, you know, very expensive. Um, and, and then there's Lafayette, which is a much bigger, you know, municipality, but it does have this old town mm-hmm. feel. And I feel like, you know, pre-pandemic, they were doing a really, really good job of like getting the downtown going and having... There are more restaurants. There's mm-hmm. a place called Community, I think. And then yes, there yep. is. There's that Mexican place with the outdoor. Yeah, yeah. It's, great yeah. Now. it's always yeah. pumping that restaurant. And then I feel like there were a couple <laughs> that like we lost during the pandemic, but hopefully this summer, you know, there's going to be some exciting stuff going on. Yeah, it looks like there's a few new things appearing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's it's been nice to be yeah. part of watching it come back to life and supporting it too. Yeah. You know, supporting the places there. And do you guys? Do you guys actually walk or ride bikes, or do you mostly be like, oh, let's just drive? <laughs> yeah, no, we, we walk. Um, we take walks quite often when the weather's good enough. We, we'll head out and just go around the block a few times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We head to the, we're only like probably four or five blocks from that main strip in the yep. old town. So we'll go there, grab an ice cream in the summer. Yeah, oh, that's the ice best cream place. thing. Yeah. Um, we, is that the place with the piano in it? There's like a, cho- like a chocolate that's store. That's the chocolate store. The oh, ice cream yeah. place is where the little fountain is. Oh, okay. Um, sort of further um, out yeah. from the hubbub. And we'll, and we'll walk to the restaurants you know, once or twice a week. And there's this little coffee shop called East Simpson Coffee Shop. And in the summer on a Thursday, they have live bands. 
And that's, yeah, so we, we do walk quite a bit. Yeah. yeah. And There's bike. also an Eka Lake where we'll go. And yeah. we, actually that gets us through the winter. Yeah. Is to park up, wrap up warm, and then walk around the lake. Yep. It's beautiful. Yeah. 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 Cool. So let's talk a little bit about like the the process, right? So kind of kind of what I like to get into, and what I think you know listeners are really kind of listening for, especially first time home buyers, and then people who are not have not done transactions in Colorado because it's um, so different than you know the coastal states where you have attorneys involved. Um, so and then what you guys did is even more different because it was a. Con- a, a a builder's contract. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, the the first part is you can try and negotiate and usually you'll get absolutely nowhere. Yep. Um, which I think we, we endeavored upon. Mm-hmm. And I think like there were a couple clauses in there and that contract, if I remember correctly, was really light. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And so I asked for attorney review on that. Um, and connected you guys with a, a attorney who's also a, a real estate broker who just kind of understands the difference between the contracts yeah. and yep. isn't focused on contracts and making more of a mess than needs yeah, to be. Yeah, it's great that. Um, yeah, Dave, double check. Dave, yeah. Yeah. So, um, because you know that's the, the the thing about working in state contracts here is that we don't need attorneys. But um, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm always the first to be like, raise my hand and be like. I feel like we need a little help here. Yeah. Um, usually happens with water rights or minimal rights and mo- mostly, you know, homes in the mountains. Um, but new st- construction falls in that category. So this contract was super light. It was like two pages. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I felt like it didn't cover a whole lot of stuff. Um, and, th- and that was okay. So we got through it. I think we asked for a couple of provisions and just yep. kind of made things feel yep. good. Um, but, it, and then, uh, so, you know, not incredibly stressful. If I remember the most stressful part was dealing with the lender through a new construction process because the yeah. process takes so long and lenders want to like lock in a rate and give you 30 days to close. Yeah, yeah that's absolutely right. I mean, and the, with the contract, you know, we, we had some comfort in that, you know, we were number 12 out of 15 being built or what have you. And we, we, we made sure we bumped into a few of the people that already lived there and said, hey, have you guys had any problems? Did you get any problems at closing? And everyone was like, no, no, everything was fine. I mean, the project was a little bit behind where they said it would be, but you know, there was nothing wrong contractually. Yeah. So we, we had some comfort there. But yeah, you're absolutely right. The main, the main point or the main worry we had was with the lead time, with us putting down the initial deposit, I think it was like December, and then them saying the house would be ready in like end of June or July was... You know, we got we were getting rates and, and figuring out how much our monthly cost would be, but we, we were nowhere near being able to lock in. So yeah. I remember interest rates started to rise at one point. I think it was like April, May time, and the builder was sort of saying, oh, we may not hit July. And yeah. the lender was saying, well, you can't lock in then. And yeah. that, that was stressful, but, you know. Yeah, and, and I, because you need a certificate of occupancy in order to close, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Um, a little bit of hoops, you know, but for yeah. for a lot of people, like new construction is worth it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you guys got your certificate of occupancy, you closed and you moved in. I know right before you moved in, we were kind of going through the checklist, the punch list. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so tell us a little bit about that. I know it wasn't, that was probably one of the most stressful parts, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that whole period of time was stressful because we'd been told June, as a completion date. Um, we had packed up everything we owned in San Francisco, put it into a pod and, and put it on a truck. <laughs> and then they were like, oh, it might be August. So 
we had to very quickly move into a hotel. So we, we, were, we were coming, yeah. but we, you know, there, was, there was no point staying in San Francisco. Yeah. So we, we came, um, we checked into a, a long stay hotel and just kind of politely kept you know, nudging them along. But you know, things didn't seem to speed up that much. And yeah. um, whether it was us applying a little bit of pressure and then rushing or you know, just not being able to get good help, there was just a few things at the, on, the, on the kind of walkthrough that weren't as we'd expected and you know yeah that, that that caused a little bit of stress and for the most part they did really try to make you guys happy I think. yeah yeah i think i i think coming from the uk culturally there's like a more we were a little more formal and like there's a lot of documentation and 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 there's there's you know like you said you know um lots of pages and information (laughs) and this seemed like we had bumped into a a company that was sort of more um small was smaller and i think i think we were just um coming at it from a very formal standpoint and they were like don't worry we we're gonna get we'll take care of you guys and we were like we want a paper that we can sign and see (laughs) like what date and then i think we got the hang of it that this is a sort of colorado way or something there is a lot of that old school kind of figure you know because i grew up in new york and it's not a whole lot different like you know unless somebody has something in writing that like they're just not going to do it that's what we were Um, worried about but here i think you know it's and what's always kind of surprised me is that the workmanship and, and there's a lot of pride of, yeah. of the ownership and workmanship here. Yeah. Um, I remember meeting the the owner, the builder, mm. who was, you know, he and he was like, yeah, we'll, we'll, t- we'll take care well, of it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah they're good guys. So, yeah, yeah we're, they we're happy. were. Yeah. <laughs> Incidentally, Mindy, who was your the the listing agent on that property, yes, is now Mindy. with Compass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Aww, so she was maybe, great. Maybe you guys will bump into her on the way out. Yeah. <laughs> um, cool. Well, and then so what's what's home like now? Is it have have you? I mean, it's been mm. two years, right? So yeah. Are you moved in? Are you comfortable? Or yeah, fully moved in. Very comfortable. Um, we're gradually much. getting through to doing our own little jobs. You know, mounting TVs and yep. buying new furniture and. We're about to start doing some landscaping stuff, but yeah, yeah we love it. We love, we love that. You know, we love. We're so happy we moved to Boulder, Boulder County, if you like. Um, we love the lifestyle here, and we we love the wildlife. We've got like foxes and hawks and eagles out back that we get to yeah. see every day. I saw a golden eagle this morning while I was on my call out the office, and I, I just had like pinched myself. Like, so cool. Yeah. I know. Yeah. We, yeah, we, 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 we feel so grateful, and and I think. When you hear stories from um, the UK and I don't know, and the hardships there, same with Africa. I'm just, I just can't believe how lucky we are that we we found our way here, and we met you, and you made it happen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool. So, and just jumping back to like the process again, and, and not not to take away from your your happy, well, not ending, <laughs> but the happy continue, like. Was there anything that was like super confusing mm. about like the process other than like, why isn't it in writing? Mm. <laughs> yeah. Confusing. Where's the rest of these pages? Um, um, I don't think so. Yeah, I, I, you know, I just remember um, we dealt with Elevations, Blake from, Ele- they were yep. so nice. Like everyone we, we kind of dealt, interacted with yep. Yep. was very genuine and, um, I think that kind of did put us yeah. a lot at ease. Yeah, I would say that, and, and I, I do want to say that that um, you know you you explain everything very well from the very beginning. So I always felt like I knew what was coming up, what the next step was, what we were doing, what was likely to happen, when it would happen, 
and I said even then just being put in touch with um, elevations compared to other mortgage brokers we've spoken with and worked with in the past yeah they were excellent they and were. always and always responsive would call back always you know, kind of putting our mind at ease especially when we had that kind of worry with interest rate rises yeah yeah exactly. really great yeah. yeah i think blake is 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 one of my go-to's um but elevations was funding the whole project from yeah. the builder yes. side yeah. so they were. it was kind of like we should definitely go with elevations because <laughs> there's not going to be yeah. like they're not going to say no to loan on this property right yeah so um very cool so if there's anything that you guys could warn mm. other people whether and whether it has to do with new construction or not like just the process like what would you say to somebody who may not be familiar with either Colorado or their first time home buyers mm-hmm. or or maybe they've done it a million times and they haven't you know uh, approached what you went through like what what would be your mm. warning it's a great question I, it wouldn't be a warning my advice would be to you know, get a good realtor and <laughs> I, I mean I mean you know you, that's the, in, the initial step is hard it's like who do we talk to like and is, is the person we talk to going to help us or are they going to be more you know focused on just trying to close a deal and not really that that interest in helping so I think getting somebody like yourself that that's willing to spend time and and give good advice I think that's critical that mm. helps ki- help keep me very calm and very relaxed about the whole thing yeah I yeah. appreciate that I mean so and I guess my question is like at what time during that process did you feel like like, I, you know, I meet people all the time and, yeah. and I'll go, you know, it's strange the way that I engage with with clients. Sometimes it's just like we just go and like mm. nobody ever asks the question. Yeah. Other times, like I went out the other night and ended up having like, I mean, I was halfway through my second beer of an interview <laughs> and, and saying to myself, like, I'm not doing interviews over beers anymore because like you start to get a little loose, <laughs> you know, like yeah. felt my Off eye twitching topic. a little yeah. bit. I'm like, <laughs> it's the end of the day. I'm tired. It's like I'm halfway through my second beer. Maybe That's this wasn't so a good funny. idea. Um, but like, so I, I'm just curious, like what, at what point or what were you looking for to yeah. help you? What, what did I do to make you feel comfortable? Mm-hmm. Hmm. I I will I will say that you and I, Nath, really did spend a lot of time ourselves driving around and kind of f- making sure that we weren't going to confuse you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I think I think good advice would be make sure whoever you're going into this with, as your partner or your family, you can as much as possible have an idea of of what you what want, you want yeah. even though that's really hard but at least understand your intentions or how you intentionally yeah. want to live it's interesting you say that because there you know there's all different types of mindsets so oh. great that you guys can do that and you okay. did get in a car oh. and, and i and i should make a note that you know we started it was pandemic mm-hmm. so we were not driving in cars together no yeah. we were yeah. not I don't remember if we were wearing masks in properties. I think at some points we were. Yeah. I remember like outside we'd take them them off sometimes. Yeah, I mean, it's such a blur, right? And they were different. In San Francisco, they were like really strict. And here, I think they were sort of not coming off a mandate. So anyway, it was all over the place. And maybe there was even a point where you didn't think you were going to be able to fly. There was that. In fact, we flew in. I think the, the trip we made, it was like December 1st or something. Um, was 
it can't have been the seven first. There was a, there was a trip we made where the flight back to San Francisco landed at like nine p.m. and the curfew or the man started at ten p.m. Like you had to like be back in. Down yeah, long story. Yeah. Yeah. So there, we there was a couple of times where like we were like, okay, we're just going to land just in time to get home <laughs> yeah. before we get arrested. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There were so many interesting, yeah, interesting crazy. things like during that time. Yeah. It's yeah. all really a blur. It is. Yeah. Um, I still people are not like, hey, you know, I'm happy to drive. It's up to you. Don't feel pressure. Mm. We can leave windows open, mm. you know, mm. like um, and mind you, I still have not gotten COVID through this whole thing, wow. which, you know, um, I do find other people that say that they haven't either. Um, but my family got it not too long ago, like a few months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, it was actually the day after I came home from knee surgery. Oh, wow. And Sarah comes in and she lays down and she's like, I'm just really tired. And I'm like, well, I'm just laying here. Okay. And we're just <laughs> watching TV. And like that night she's like, I think I have a fever. I'm like, oh, no. I think you should just assume you have COVID. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and sure enough, she did. Oh, um, yeah. Somehow I did not get it. My son did, but he had like a tickle on his throat and that was about oh. it. Mm-hmm. And my daughter Goodness. didn't get it either. So my daughter and I are the only ones that have not had it. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, so nutty. Anyway, um, so, all right, so the warning is really just kind of know what you want. So what I was going to say is I have... Well, personally, um, when when it's time for myself and my wife, she says, go find it. <laughs> and I find it. So the last house we bought, she never saw it until we were under contract. No way. <laughs> she's just like, whatever, I trust you. Yeah. Um, wow. And I should say, she, you know, she's partly responsible for me getting into real estate in the first place. Cause, okay. Um, she, she knew what I had done for us with all the properties that we bought and okay. sold. Okay. So she like, fully trusted This you. is what you should do. So, yeah. Um, yeah. That's great. So, um, in the transaction, and this is our this is our last tough question. Oh. Um, in the transaction, there's a lot of different specialties, right? So there's me, mm-hmm. there's the lender, there's mm-hmm. the title company. For you guys, there was the builder. Um, there's the other agent, agent on the other yes. side. Um, maybe there's trades and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, what specialty was the most frustrating to deal with, if if any? And, it, and it, would be, it doesn't necessarily have to be the person. It's just yeah, the, the function. I think the, 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 for us, I think it was the building part, like the actual getting the last bits, like clarity on um, the, 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 um, the date of when it would be finished. Right. Um, that seemed to not be something anyone wanted to disclose or commit to. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and that seemed to be on, yeah. obviously, the the last person would say that would be the builder i would imagine yeah and then getting the uh, you know the checklist done was really tough because you know you don't want to be too forceful and and aggressive because you don't want to make them angry and then they end up like stomping all over the floor with with muddy feet right so we're just trying to sort of negotiate i think that in i think that was the hardest part because also i think those um, groups of people are probably not traditionally very client-facing, right, too. The so they, themselves. Yeah, yeah, so there's not yeah, a, a um, well kind of like oiled mm-hmm. playbook for, how, you know, how to deal with frustrated or tired yeah. Um, customers. Yeah. So it's a bit raw when you kind of interact with, with that. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, cool. I think that's a good point. 
All right, cool. So just uh, five quick, fun questions to, to end this out. And so I'll ask the question. You guys can both answer or agree, um, whatever, okay. we'll whatever you like. <laughs> what is your favorite room of the house? Oh, that's such a lovely question. What would you say, Nate? I'm going to say the lounge yeah. kitchen area. Yeah. 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 It's like yeah, a nice big space. It's got yeah. quite high ceilings. Yeah. Everything we need is right there. The fireplace is right there. Oh, the, the, the big, well, and <laughs> the big open floor plan. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, And certainly the last few months of the fireplace has definitely helped. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, what room will you never use? Oh, the, in the basement there's a bedroom, uh, as well as a very large kind of open living area. Yeah. And that bedroom is like the. Is it the, furnished? The place where everything goes to no. die. So not it's, even furnished it's got, yet. It's got box. Because <laughs> you guys mirrors. have two extra bedrooms as it is. Yeah, yeah. 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 Right. So yeah. it's got it's got like boxes down there like with paintings and <laughs> that'll be there for twenty years yeah, until yeah. you're ready yeah. to go. All right. Um, what should a house smell like? Oh, freshly lit monocle candle. <laughs> Coffee. 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 <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, what home feature is overrated? Do you mean like a, what home features overrated? Like something that everybody wants and like you it's, just never use it. Oh, that's a good question. Oh. I can't think of anything. <laughs> Stumped. Yeah. Maybe a basement. I, I guess because we're from different countries. We've never, we don't quite understand them yeah. still. But you guys, <laughs> you guys had the option of not finishing that basement. We right? did, yeah. And yeah, and we finished, finished it. it. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. maybe when... I mean, it wasn't a mistake either way. No, right? yeah. no, no. Yeah. I, I mean, it's now my office, so oh, okay. we use right. it, but... So you use it. True. Yeah, yeah. That is true. Okay. I don't know, John. That's not a good thought. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, so what's one feature that your house doesn't have that you wish it did? I know what my and answer you, well, is. Well, it can't be grass, because that's coming. Okay. No, I know what my, my answer is. What's yours? An extra garage space. Oh. Mm. We've got a single garage. Yeah. I would love a double. Yeah. It's not a problem yet, because we only have one car. But we want to get something fun, and I can see there's going to be nowhere to put it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Another thing that's changed, like the pandemic, right? Like, everybody's just working from home. Yeah. And, yeah. Like, you know, cars don't get as much mileage as they used to yeah, and yeah it's like changing mm -hmm. and, you know yeah yeah interesting cool well if there's nothing else and you're welcome to throw in anything that we may not have covered that you think might be useful or some somebody else out there no i think i'm good i mean I'm, thanks for having us it was yeah, good fun i enjoyed going over it and us. making us thinking about it again yeah we just feel so grateful to yeah we are here. super grateful yeah. awesome. well i appreciate you guys doing this thanks sure. so much thank you thanks john